This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you supporting us at patreon.com slash awesomecast. time to get geeky get awesome it is the awesome cast i'm mike sorgat sorgatron on the twitter here in the sorgatron media studios in pittsburgh pennsylvania ready to get geeky with you i got with me on the line from studio d in dorm studio c in dormont pa (laughs) the gadget guru from big bank international (gasps) esquire is john chichilla how you doing sir How's it going? When are they going to get that T-bridge fixed? The T-bridge? Yeah, seriously. It's like ruining your... Man, I'm glad I don't have to deal with public transportation in this city because it sounds like it all fell apart over the last several months. Between that and, uh, I guess, vaccinations and stuff and everybody left. And I I don't know. It's it's wild right now. So is is this city officially crippled yet at this point? It's funny because not only that, so... I had to lug some stuff home from the city. So I opted not to take the tea last week. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, it's like, I know, I know a lot of people are talking about inflation and whatnot, but like the, 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 the price of the price of the tea didn't go up. Right. Okay. But I swear. I remember being able to park relatively. And I mean, not, not like, in one of the like upscale parking garages or whatever they're upscale gar- parking garages well but like i mean like in an open lot not okay. in a garage okay. i swear i remember being able to park like for like five maybe seven bucks mm-hmm. like and you were walking a couple blocks i get it but i mean now like parking is is like triple mm-hmm. i paid i paid twenty dollars to park and i remember i would go to the hot dog guy and i would get my six dollar double dog combo with you know chips and a pop with whatever toppings i wanted on it <clears throat> i got a hamburger fries and a drink a small drink and a small fry and a hamburger and it was like 18 dollars. jeez so my, my trip to the city was like it's a 40 dollar trip it was like a lot more costly than usual yeah, it was, yeah. It, it, you know, we we had a little bit of sticker shock when we were in california denny's was tw- twice the price when we grow hubbed it and uh, we we tried to find someplace nearby to eat, and we're like, this looks like a nicer restaurant, but you know, not like super super nice. And we try to pull in, and the and the lot, it was like a business park with a restaurant in it, and the lot was something like 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 three dollars per every fifteen minutes. And we're like, what the hell is this? This isn't <laughs> worth whatever this restaurant is. Let's go. I think that's when we gave up and just went back and uh, ordered Denny's. So, mm-hmm. so else you have a long day and you're like, we gotta get something to eat and nothing's easy to get to. And you're like, screw it. Just go back to the hotel room and get some Grubhub, you know? So, and hopefully that doesn't get weird. But anyways, this is the awesome cast. Not to complain about the prices and inflation cast. Now it's the old man cast. Um, but you can check out everything at awesomecast.com. You can, you can, uh, 
Of course, um, subscribe to the show, AwesomeCast, on the Twitter. You can see us streaming live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on the AwesomeCast Facebook page, on the YouTube page, on the Twitter, as well as on the Sorgatron Media Twitch page. Uh, so, and we do have, and I'll pull the Twitter up here, uh, if anybody happens to be joining us on the streams over there, too. Um, but, yeah, we're going to be hanging out and seeing uh, what's going on in the chats and seeing what's going on. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Apparently, I broke Twitter yesterday um, by <laughs> tweeting that uh, we need more pro wrestling and dead balls. And, um, th- and about 500 likes later, apparently, I'm very popular again. Uh, so, <laughs> it's pretty uh, amazing. But uh, and also, um, do, 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 you can join our conversations over on the Awesome Cast Facebook group, Discord, or Reddit. And, uh, and of course, thanks to our partners over at postindustrial.com that are sharing this show. And thank you to a shout out to our friends at patreon.com slash awesomecast supporting this show. Our friend at the executive producer level, Brian Crawford from right up the street here. Like the Coffee Club Oval, Matt Weller, John Carmen, Cynthia Clossy, Scott McTaggart, and Mike Pound. And at the fan of the show level, Michael Fedor, Professor Buzzkill, and Dave Podner. You guys can support the show too. Keep it rolling at patreon.com slash awesomecast. And we did post late last week. Um, uh, Potter stuck around with us after the show and kind of gave us a little bit of a quick primer on uh, iPhone p- photography best practices for the, for us layman's out there. So uh, definitely go check that out. A little bit of additional content for you guys that are supporting us over on the Patreon page. We do appreciate you and try to get a little bit extra out there for you. So let's get into our awesome things of the week. And this looks like more... This is... This is, this looks like more more uh, 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 scary things that you're about to share with me, Chilla. I don't think it's scary. No. In fact, in fact, it tie it dovetails into one of the articles I put way later down in the show notes. But um, <clears throat> so Wise has announced a new door lock that I guess you could they they claim is not smart, but it's smarter than your average door lock, right? So it's 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 for your deadbolt. So mm-hmm. if you're from like if you think I don't know what kind of system you have on your front door, back door, externally facing doors, um, like we have the the knob on the bottom that has a key um, lock, and then we have the deadbolt that's completely separate, mm-hmm. right? This wise device um, is just the deadbolt deadbolt section. So it's not the door handle. Um, but interestingly enough, it has a fingerprint sensor that looks a lot like the fingerprint reader on an older iPhone mm-hmm. and a keypad. <clears throat> the interesting thing is the device does not hook up to your Wi-Fi. Um, so you're not going to be able to like remotely check the status of the lock. Like, oh, did I forget to lock it and check, check mm-hmm. from remote? Um, or, you know, hey, I forgot to lock it and I'm you know, miles away, I'm going to hit the lock button and it's going to auto trip the deadbolt. You're not going to get that feature functionality out of it. But because it's not hooked up to your Wi-Fi, the price comes in at about 70 bucks, which is Hmm. under half the cost of what you typically see out of these types of deadbolts because of the lack of Wi-Fi. The other thing that you pick up between the fact that it is Bluetooth 5 um, and that there's no Wi-Fi, four AA batteries will get you um, about a year of battery life. Nice. Um, which I think I think is I mean very reasonable 
um, considering it's just running on some AA batteries. Obviously the AA batteries are, are on the inside, so you can't get to kind of the controls. There is a fast pair Bluetooth button um, that you can use. You can use the app to, to unlock the deadbolt, but it has about a 16 foot range. Okay. So you're not gonna. It, it's like I said, you're not gonna be. Oh, hey, did I did I forget to lock the door? Or hey, I'm gonna hit the lock button. Well, that's actually, but that's not bad because I my, my car is basically parked right in front of my house most of the time. So that's well within. I feel 16. Eh, no, maybe maybe just outside of that, but still, like potentially, it could pick up and take care of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you know, the the fact it it'll actually store 50 fingerprints. Ooh. And twenty different keypad codes. So that that's uh, that's a uh, two and a half people worth of prints. <laughs> if you're going to scan every one of their fingers. That's right. Fin- no, no fingers and toes. Fingers and toes. Fingers and toes. That's why I said <laughs> two and a half. So, <laughs> so I mean, I do. I will say, I I kind of like this concept. Um, you know, it, even if you're and probably not the fingerprint side, but. The 20 codes, I know we had a, a general contractor coming over and doing some work. Um, and it was nice because I actually, and, and I don't have one of these because they, they, they were just announced, but I have just the basic keypad. Um, and I actually, instead of giving him a key or worrying about, you know, being home, making sure I was home at the exact time he was going to show up, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> I actually gave him his own pin code. Um, I added it, and then when the work was done, because it was a it was a couple months worth of work, then I just removed his code, and hmm. I didn't have to worry. It's one of those things, right? Like you give someone your key, did they make a copy of it? Mm-hmm. You never know. Mm-hmm. Um, this to me, I, I get a little more comfort. Yeah, anyone could walk up there and just start randomly pushing buttons, but what's the chances of them getting something right? And so I ponder saying useful for, for a code. I mean, and a lot of times, I don't know if you do a lot of Airbnbs, Chilla, but I know I have over the years. And a lot of times it is, hey, here's the key code. Or we'll make the key code like the last uh, four digits of the phone number you gave us. Right? Mm-hmm. So like that's been kind of that's been kind of nice um, with things. So, um, but yeah, I could see this kind of applying to that. And then for you, you have your fingerprint to get into the joint, right? Um, yep. and don't have to worry about it. So, but that is nice. Like it'd be really nice. Like we we have a we have a key code, um, here at the office, and I'd love to put it on on the house or or other doors in the office or something like that. So I'm kind of looking at things like that. So, but uh, <laughs> I love. Yeah, this so, actually makes oh, wait, wait. me want to put like a deadbolt on my office door. Right, like, right, <laughs> right. So, um, uh, what well, is? It, hey, check this out. So you're just talking about push of buttons on this thing, and and the button pusher just popped up in our chat room. So what's up, buttons? Uh, from over at Grind City. So <laughs> I love that. Um. But uh, no, no, that, that that sounds pretty cool. I'm still, I still need to get a uh, doorbell for the front of the office. So I don't know if people are knocking on the door when I'm in the back. I have no idea. Um, also, mm-hmm. we we have less random people dropping by because it doesn't look like anybody's here half the time. So because the <laughs> studio is usually dark, we're just hanging out in the office in the back. Um, but anyways, uh, but no, no, why has it been pretty good? I gotta say, I'm really disappointed though. Uh, my my mother had an incident unfortunately with um with her dog in a in an Amazon driver. And uh, we went to, she got the outdoor wise cam. And, um, and this, this is something that I've had every once in a while with the wise cams too. The wise cam works great, except for when you need it. (laughs) 
<laughs> like it's when you needed it that 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 thing didn't capture for some reason or you realized something happened and it was two weeks later and it's too late like i just found a bunch of beer cans in my side yard and i and you can see one of them on the camera like if you look for it and, and realize they've been there for more than two weeks so i can't mm-hmm. figure out who did it right and that's why i have it there is to find out like hey is somebody you know, you know who's doing what weird crap and jumping trash in my side yard kind of thing like it's so bad in front of my house right now so well, we got got a spring cleaning project to do for sure. Um, but anyways, but she had that, and and it looked like she hadn't been recording since she got the camera like over a month ago. And it's one of those things where it records only when it sees motion, so it can save battery, kind of things. Mm. Uh, but it just was recording nothing, so it's been it's it's almost worthless, right? Um, so I upgraded her to the, you know, the, the cam plus AI and all that kind of stuff. And, and I'm seeing more, but then I saw nothing yesterday when I know she's left the house or let the dogs out or something. Um, so I'm really kind of disheartened with how well something like that is working. I don't know if it would work better if we plugged it in directly so that it maybe it would operate like, um, you know, the other cameras that are at least like recording to the card like 24 seven. So mm-hmm. you could go back and just say, okay, this happened here. I can look at the massive recording and go to the time and find the thing. I do the same thing when I'm like, who was here at this time when X happened, right? Um, we do that a lot of times when things, weird things happen in front of the studio because we're on a very public street in the middle of a, of a business district, right? Um, so, I mean, at least there's options for that. So I, I'm a little, I, I'm a little plus the news about the version one security breach that, that wise mm-hmm. never told us about is a little. Well, I guess this is this not being connected to anything. Kind Less, of gives you yes, a... absolutely. But you still have Bluetooth and that is a security hole. I am not one that usually is. I, I just, I have to say that in, in, in due diligence for anybody thinking about wise there, there was an issue where they had, a security breach on the version one cams, uh, wise cams, and didn't tell anybody apparently for several years until recently. When and now you can't update them because they're too old. Um, so that gives, so so I have to get let people know about that. It's not going to stop me necessarily from picking up wise equipment um, because I still like them and I you know what, what, what I don't have anything sensitive that uh, I'm not putting them anywhere sensitive that I would be concerned. But, um, but yeah. But anyways, that's that's uh, that's the idea there. But no, that's really cool. Um, I'm really curious to see, and I'd be curious, and also knowing that it's taken a fingerprint, but that's not going up to the web is of concern too. Um, mm-hmm. So because you know that's not going to go into Wise's servers, and that gets hacked, and now your bios are out there. But I'm the one that put my palm print to pick up uh, a Monster Energy drink at a. I didn't even know what airport I was in. Was that Chicago? <laughs> There's something. I was, yeah. Was it Chicago? I don't even know right now um, where the hell we were. So or was it Denver? Um, no, it no, it wasn't Denver. Actually, Chicago might have been the other one. Um, no, I don't even know anymore, man. I don't even know which one. Did I, it was. It was morning. I know because I was trying to figure out. The, it was Midway. It had to have been Midway. No, that wasn't the Palm. That was Texas. I'm thinking that was Texas. We were we were leaving. Anyways, that's not important right now. What is important is the next awesome thing of the week, and that is. Um, I think somebody sent this to me and I apologize. I can't remember it, but this was a Facebook post. And, and, and since I was just in this facility, it was really appropriate. I thought, um, and hopefully it opens up in Facebook. Uh Oh, it's not loading. Well, um, apparently, uh, once a year, if I get this post to load, uh, once a year, normally 
a total normal, totally normal dude rents out AT&T Stadium, the place where I just attended WrestleMania, of course, the home of the uh, of the, the Dallas Cowboys, and creates the world's largest Nerf battle arena. The event is recognized by Guinness World Records as the world's largest toy pistol fight in 2016, and the record still stands to this day. 4,000 participants battle amongst 100-plus large obstacles on the field of a... Uh, of uh, the world's yeah biggest stadium, that dude is me. <laughs> it's called Jared's Epic Epic Blaster Battle, and it's coming back June twenty fifth, um, twenty twenty two. Uh, yeah, so this is a thing that goes down um, on Facebook. Oh, there's an Eventbrite. Here we go. I did not get that deep into this, um, but Jared's Epical Blaster Battle. So apparently, I'm going back to Dallas again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. The largest toy blaster battle on earth. That's awesome. And it's only between 16 and $32. Yes, only. Yeah. I mean, well, you get 4,000 people. It kind of pays for itself, doesn't it? And there's some super nerf stuff. Does it bring your own nerf? It doesn't even matter, man. I, You know, it doesn't even matter. I go buy like a, a bunch of these things in order to do this. Look at the mayhem. Look at the mayhem. This is great. That's fantastic. You should, just, you should just run around there and collect all the darts and balls from all over the floor. Okay. And you could you could easily pay for your ticket reselling them all on, on Amazon. <laughs> you, just, you, know, you just pick them up and you set it a booth on the side and be like <laughs> and you just upsell it, just like they do everything else in the in the arena like that, right? Jeez, mm-hmm. that is so cool. Free parking. Um but uh, yeah, every entry to participate in a four-hour series of more than fifteen amazing battles, um, and of course, you get a you can tour the stadium and and be on the NFL, play with your own blaster toys on the stadium field. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool thing. So, um, oh, and, and I guess they they work with um, they work they work with uh, they 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 have hands-on for prototypes that were revealed at the uh, New York Toy Fair. Uh, pre-release toy blaster items. Is that what is that officially is Nerf officially with this? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So um, that that that'd be worthwhile if I was able to get down there again. Yeah, we'll have to bookmark it. It has to be a, a, a go-to. How much would it cost to rent out the Highmark Stadium in the South Side? Yeah, why can't we do this, right? You know. Um, it's interesting because I don't know if you've watched on like TikToks or YouTube where people are modifying the they're modifying the Nerf guns. No. And, and this actually, yeah, like they throw like if, if you've used like one of the the motorized Nerf guns, they've like put a faster RPM motor in there. <laughs> like they, like it's shooting it's shooting lightning fast. Um, oh, they, no. they actually call it out in here. You must bring your own unmodified toy blaster. And unmodified. Ammo. You know they're checking and, that and, at the door. But but they're serious, right? You must bring your own unmodified toy blaster and ammo. You must have at least one toy blaster to participate in the battles on the field. And then the next one. Modified toy blasters are not allowed for safety and liability reasons. Yeah. This includes... Painted blasters and blasters with 3D printed parts stocks. Hmm. So hmm. we're allowed to bring modified. 
Yes, hey. as many as you want. <laughs> or you can bring none at all. It's a daughter's drop-in. Yep, I'm She's driving. Nerf darts at people. No, I'm a passenger. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I'm just blurring it so it's not as awful in the background. Nope, I'm a passenger daughter. You drop in like the perfect daughters. part of this too. So, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you did you look at this nerf nerf story by chance? Yes. <laughs> awesome. I want to do it. You want? We should to. do it. If not, yeah, we should just even if it's just us. We don't need that big of an arena. It's just us. Well, Potter was just asking in the chat room how much it would cost to rent the uh, Highmark Stadium. So, I mean, you know. So, or or I don't know. You got some connections with some uh <clears throat> some venues in the in the area, right? Uh, <laughs> so, um so you're on the road right now. So, uh we, we're still an awesome thing of the week. So, uh you have anything you want to bring up here while we still got connection with you? Oh, yeah, that's all. <laughs> I, the worst part is, is I got a new laptop and we can't even talk about it because I'm using my phone right now, mm-hmm. um, which would be really awesome to talk about because I love my new laptop. Um, but uh, let's talk. I, I did see a cupcake dispensing machine at the airport, which was pretty cool and would qualify as awesome thing of the week. Mm-hmm. We saw that in, uh, we were still at mm-hmm. Sprinkles, oh. I think it was a cupcake um, dispenser. Well, we're, we're, was it like does it get restocked every so often because there's one there's one in oh what's what uh what's the mall near south the other mall near south hills village at the galleria the galleria oh, right I, that's where i Ooh. saw it yeah they so the, <laughs> right next and it's funny right next it's like right across from starbucks mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and their cupcakes were really good but it looked like they must it looked like they honestly stock it about like once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. So no, I I thought it was I, this one was fully stocked. Well, the airport, I guess there probably there's probably a lot of foot traffic. Yeah, there. there's a lot higher volume of foot traffic there probably than the Galleria Mall right now. Uh, so even with the Starbucks, so. And they had it literally pit placed right outside the restrooms, so that was kind of weird because you were lined up to use the restroom, and um, there were people buying cupcakes. <laughs> it was a little awkward but it was little, okay we made it work a little sup uh situation going on there so um <laughs> awesome awesome anything else you want to bring up while we got you on the line here hey, are we going to talk about arrow yeah if you'd like to you got to experience your first arrow design event with sae that we did correct that was uh that was amazing we uh so I've never seen so like I guess you would you called them RC planes which makes sense mm-hmm. um, seeing the size of them and then they're unmanned and the students build them and sometimes they fly and sometimes they don't and <laughs> if they don't the students just keep working on them until they do and uh, or make them worse as we saw with a couple of them yeah yeah I was really astonished yeah, that was- there wasn't a lot of I, I felt <laughs> can I say the planes were. Um, disappointingly successful this uh this go around <laughs> like there weren't a lot of crashes there like most of them got up in the air um like the students were like really good about getting them getting them out there i i, I heard what you were about to say and you didn't say it and i'm proud of you hmm. <laughs> yep. so when, when, 
when they build like do they have to build everything from scratch like they can't use any prefabricated parts or uh yeah they're designing them from scratch there's uh specifications um for their classes regular we've talked about this before regular micro and advanced um they uh the 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 advanced now have um automated um uh gliders they need to drop uh so a little bit of uh, extra extra bits of uh, uh difficulty there um, but, uh, and, and the, uh, micro class needs to take off off of basically a table aircraft, uh, carrier style more or less. Um, so a lot of, uh, a lot of fun stuff there here. I found some more pictures here of, uh, of area for you to check out. So Chilla, like here's, here's, here's what the, uh, most of these are the, uh, regular class, um, ones. Actually, that's a micro class in the back. If you're looking at the picture that would have to mm -hmm. take off of one of those tables. Um, so, and, uh, the regular class, uh, they have to have a payload and that's how they score parts of it. And you see that there's soccer balls in there, um, which adds a little bit of difficulty, um, cause you got to put something big in the middle of it. This one is loaded up. You see with multiple soccer balls, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so it adds a little bit of bulk to your design. Uh, there's a bigger one and that one, that one was pretty successful if I recall. Uh, so mm -hmm. it was, it was pretty cool. And this was in Van Nuys, California. Uh, not far from from Hollywood and in kind of the north the northern hills, I suppose of uh, of uh, of Los Angeles. The, the um, taking off the table, like you compared it to an aircraft carrier. So mm -hmm. the table's pretty long, or um, it was. It's basically a um, what it was. It was basically a folding table, or wasn't it? Like a like like. Oh, so there's not a lot of distance. Like, no. Did they have any planes that were like Harriers where like they can take off? No, no, no. Uh, everything's a propeller, uh, electric, no um, quads or anything like that. There's no helicopters in this competition. They're all planes. <laughs> they're they're all plane models. So, um, but, that, but the Harrier, the Harrier jet, right? It it flips its turbines, right? Right. That is not to spec on these <laughs> ones. Not to spec. That is not to spec on these these ones at all. Uh, it's a pretty standard plane, and there's uh, they they really they literally like taped in the they taped in the soccer ball in this one. I think I saw them do this because uh, they have to unload. They also they have to time they're timed in in being able to remove their payload, so nobody's like super gluing the payload to the plane. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, and there's just a little bit as doing a stand up and some other work there. So, um, and there's there's Katie with her camera as well. So, um, Katie was with me for uh, doing some photography of this so very cool and of course i'm doing the highlight video and we did live stream the uh, the awards ceremony from a field that was a lot of fun uh the <laughs> the, the you know difficulty multiply there um but uh but yeah so i mean that that was your first foray and uh next uh uh katie you're going out to uh baja with me in uh in uh nashville yeah so like this is more like off-roading <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> exactly so um yeah we'll be on tennessee tech in cookville tennessee uh for three days in about um i don't know second week of may where however far out that is i don't know what week it is right now so but awesome we'll be surprisingly not near dollywood Would... yeah not near dollywood <laughs> i should look at a map before i buy tickets to an amusement park apparently uh so but that's okay a little bit of time on the road but <laughs> either way so the uh the dutters world tour yeah. continues Give her space and she's she's on the road so i don't know how well the bandwidth is out there so um 
Awesome. Uh, Katie, anything else you want to say here? I think we lost her. Don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. She's, maybe. There's. Maybe. She's there. <laughs> I see her, movement. We just like see her bouncing, bouncing around in the car Weird. as she's going. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, hey. What? <laughs> It's just catching up. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's give a shout out to our friends at Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza in New York City style. Yins are made in Beachview, Carnegie, the East End, and North Hills. Four locations. Go check them out. Sliceonbroadway.com for all your pizza-ness. And, and thank you to them for supporting the awesome cast for well over a decade. So, uh, let's see. What else do we got in here? Katie, are there any other stories? I don't know if you got to see the doc before. Anything else of interest uh, while we still got you on the line that you want to bring up? No, I didn't I didn't check the doc. That's my fault. Well, that's good. Okay, well, we'll, we'll roll with this. Um, do you remember the Optimus Prime that transformed itself? Ooh, yeah. Well, now you can get a trailer for it that also apparently <laughs> transforms itself. Uh, so, uh, yes, the RoboSense Optimus Prime Transformer robot gets an auto-converting trailer. Now, it, it, it was a $900 Optimus Prime, but now, uh, you can get the trailer for an extra $750. <laughs> so, um, fantastic for your full-on, uh, and it's got the rover and everything that you would see. I don't even know if the rover came with, like, the original, uh, 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 toy Optimus Prime back in the 80s, but, uh... <laughs> I thought the I thought the original like toy one like the the trailer opened up like almost like a book. Mm-hmm. And then it had a base and it wasn't there like some kind of gun or something in there? Um, I think so. The original original? Yeah. Um yeah, yeah. It was like it had yeah, it was like it opened up and, and it had like a gunner turret kind of thing, if I recall, right? It looks like that's what I think. I'm now. I'm now. I'm getting out the Google machine. <laughs> the double check. The one we had, I knew had it, but I don't. I don't know. If, I think it was the original. Original. Mm-hmm. Not to look. Yeah, it, it did. It had like a. It it had like a thing that opened up, and then it had like a turret gunner in there. The trailer is three feet long, <laughs> fully extended, and, <laughs> and automatically unfolds and tilts vertically into a nearly flat rectangular shield complete with an integrated articulating sentry blaster in truck mode. It houses the roller vehicle and the human sidekick spike who is ready to jump into action or enjoy the ride. Um, wow. Jeez. See, now they need to do, they need to do one of those things, but they need to make this thing where it can transform and then take off. You can open the Wait, wait, wait. You can open the trailer's rear swing doors with a voice command or control the truck and roller car using an app. Wow. They should make it like the the one BB-8 that would like kind of you you had the controller and the the controller had like a belt clip and then BB-8 would follow <laughs> you around. This thing could just follow you around. I think you almost could with that. Well, I mean, with the app, you can kind of have that happen, right? Um, the, the meticulous high-grade metal parts, cutting-edge robotics tech um, uses 18 servo motors and 60 microchips with over 2,000 components. <laughs> Jeez, this is a super toy. Um, the deliveries won't start until November of 2022, though. Holy crap! 
this is the listen, guys. I there's been there's always been like a level when I know that I've done well enough for myself that I could own. It's always been my, my mark for like I've done well enough for myself that I can purchase an arcade machine and put it in my den or office. Um, this also gets added on to that when you're well enough, doing well enough that you can purchase a fully automated um, um, robotic Optimus Prime complete with trailer for about $1,500. So that's, that's high goals there. So, wow. Um, so get your pre-orders in now, I guess. If you're down for that. I should not tell Ronnie about this. He'll be saving up for it um, for a while. Um, what else we got here? Do, 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 do. Google now search lets you search for things that you can't describe. <laughs> this felt like, <laughs> I feel like, I, I, you know, how many times we're like, you know, that thing, oh, that thing with the song, and I don't know. And um, I guess it's part of, it's a U.S. beta, um, and uh, they say starting with the picture. This is part of the uh, the photo search. Um, <laughs> like, it, it, it's, I don't know. It's just another extension of, uh, of of something like that. It's Google Lens multi-search feature. It teased last September and search on event. Uh, rough demo so far. Um, it's rolling onto the Google iOS app and mostly aimed at shopping. So, you know, you can't describe what that dress looks like. So I guess that's not so much a me and me and Chilla problem there, is it? it I, I'm interested in it. I was trying to find over the weekend, someone had a mason jar mm -hmm. that had like the mason, the, the, the glass was like etched in a honeycomb pattern. Mm -hmm. And... I could I couldn't I couldn't describe it in a way that I could get the get Amazon or anyone else to find what I was looking for. Because if you type in like honeycomb pattern mason jar, you get the mason jars that are for honey. Or you get mason jars with a honeycomb inside of it. But they're those are or probably you get but they're probably called a very specific thing, right? Right, but in, but the funny part is this: the mason jar was Mason brand, mm. and it said honeycomb mason jar. Like I, I saw the label. I ended up finding it after like I don't know twenty minutes of searching. But this would have been super helpful because I did have a picture of it. Mm -hmm. So I could see where this comes in handy. So if you had a picture of that jar, yeah, that's, and a, that's the a problem. The yeah, you have to have like this thing. How do I describe what this is to find it in Google? And you can throw the picture in it and mm -hmm. and and go from there, right? So no, I think that's I mean, it, it, I mean, and I think that's where technology is good when it it, it reconnects those parts of your brain that aren't connecting, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. kind of thing. So it, it, it's that that kind of additive experience. You know, one day I'll actually remember people's names, maybe. So, or honestly, it'll probably get worse because I'm kind of getting up there in age. So, um, could be interesting. So, Katie, are you still with us? I am. I want a Google I, Glass type thing for my lens so I could like look at a person and I'll be like, this is so-and-so, you know them. Exactly, right? you know them. <laughs> and also, I like how that thing they're wearing looks. How, where, where can I get one tag for later? 
And that's, you know, along those lines too, right? So. Where did I see this cupcake vending machine before? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we need. Well, that's, well, isn't that, oh, has everybody watched the Batman here by chance? It's on HBO Max this week. Okay. There is a, um, I'm going to give a slight, I don't think it's a spoiler, but he wears his contact lenses and he actually goes back and reviews the footage for clues. So, Katie, I think that's kind of what you're talking about, is if we're wearing these lens things as recording what's going on <laughs> and things we encounter in day to day, you know, especially as our days as our days get so much shorter and bushed together as we're traveling, it'd be like, where did I encounter X? You know, I was like, you passed this at Chicago Midway, blah, 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 by the bathroom awkwardly. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like that's what it, you know, is that is that again, that brain and memory extension, right? Um, which will, again, I think help a lot of us as we get older too. So, but, um, but yeah. Um, there was a really interesting article I shared, and I think they talked about this on probably this week at Google. Um, there's a good Washington Post article about internet Anglo speak, changing our language in real time from nip nops to la dollar bean. Um, it, it was a really interesting read, and and I won't get too too deep into it other than to mostly recommend um what's going on here. Um, there there's things where you know words were kind of um. Uh, banned in certain on certain uh, platforms, so people would come up with different names. Like in when the pandemic broke out, um, TikToks. You know, when you every time you know, you guys every time we put COVID in something, it would get some kind of notification and all the tags, and you can't modify, maybe monetize it on certain platforms and things like that, right? So I, I love that that some were referring to it as the Backstreet Backstreet Boys reunion tour, or calling it the Panini. Um, instead of the pandemic um, in on platforms that would downrank those videos that mentioned pandemic and name, um, which were of course, you know, efforts to, to combat misinformation. Um, but jeez, uh, um, there's, there was a lot of people that were sad of that. The backstreet boys weren't doing a reunion mm -hmm. tour, I guess. Sex workers, uh, according to the article, it was, I've long had a problem being censored, refer to themselves on TikTok as accountants. Katie, I feel like this is a story you brought up before. We, we talked about, about this. Did we? Did we talk about that? We, we, yeah, because I said it was something about TikTok. Like we were talking about TikTok. And, and then a, I was and like. And accountant videos. And I said, I said, and don't look up account. Don't look up. Yeah, you're right. Accountants. So this and is. And then. Yeah. So this is like more, you know, more about, you know, like more of the different things going on. This was a kind of a fun one. Uh, oh, I need to find it now. Well, I lost it in the article. There was one where, here it is. So apparently, uh, also on, on TikTok, users uh, started to say cornucopia rather than homophobia. And other members um, are of the leg booty community signify their LGBTQ. And I believe the reason they do that is because if you put LGBTQ in, or LGBT in, um, like a, uh, yeah, like, 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 not Siri, but like, like a Siri says it, it comes out leg booty. Like, that's how it interprets that. So they've, they've adopted that. Um, so, like, so it, it, it's really interesting. And it's about these, you know, uh, many users say nip nops rather than nipples. Um, let's see if there's any other decent ones in here. So it's really, really interesting. Um, Twitch considers. Your LE dollar sign bean is lesbian. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, Podner just dropped in the chat about um, sexual, S-E-G-G-S, 
to get around sexual. Segual. Segual. Sedual. Yeah. Yep. Sedual. Um, they talk about you can't use the word cracker because uh, Twitch considers it a slur no matter if you mean it or not. Uh, like so I had s'mores and I made them with graham crackers. Well, that's appropriate because uh, they just have to say saltines in case when they're talking about crackers. <laughs> uh, so just to make sure they're getting around something like that. But I mean, that this is the kind of thing, you know, where um, um, text-to-speech feature pronounces uh, lesbian with the dollar sign instead of an S. Um, so it, it, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of battling the algorithms to just kind of have real conversation around a lot of these things, right? On these platforms. It's really interesting to see how that's... Uh, and that really kind of modifies um, human language, doesn't it? Since a lot of our communication is happening on these platforms, you know? So that is, uh, again, it's Washington Post. That was an article uh, over there. I can find, oh my God, there's a long article uh, by Taylor Lorenz, who I think I follow on Twitter. She does some really interesting stuff. So, um, yeah, talk, yep, technology uh, report. I'm sure I've read a lot of her articles. Um, I don't, I'm really bad about not knowing who I read. I've, I, I'm bad with comic books too. I never know. Uh, of so many years, like I met Mark Wade and, and, uh, and I'm like, I really, I know I've read your stuff. But I have no idea what it was, right? Turns out it was everything. So, <laughs> you know, those kinds of things. Um, Chilla, you had this uh, smart home. Smart homes lost their smarts? Yeah, so do you remember the company Insteon? Like, they made a ton of, like, different smart home stuff. Okay. So I guess kind of overnight, Insteon went goodbye. Okay. And left left all of those hubs and iot devices in the lurch <laughs> they just turn off the lights turn on the, turn off the servers and ran away i guess and the, what was interesting was and and this got me thinking like i'm like should i monitor the twitter accounts for like the products i use because they said that the instant twitter account hasn't been active since mid 2021 Ooh, that's not a good sign right now, yeah. fortunately enough, you know, their devices did have physical buttons, so mm -hmm. people could turn their lights off and on. They could open their garage doors by, by you know, going old school and pushing the button directly. But you know there's somebody who outfitted their entire house with nothing but Insteon saying, I'm in the ecosystem, you know, this is, this is, the, this is the brand I picked. They seem pretty good, mm -hmm. right? The reviews look good, and now they're just like, well... I guess we're starting over. Um, I worry. I've worried about that for years with Wise, to be perfectly honest. Um, but also, but I feel that the Wise cameras. I feel like if if, if their service shut down, I feel like there's going to be something that'll like. I feel like there's going to be a community that'll like the Pebble Watch, right? Like there's still a community that made the Pebble Watch work, and I and I feel like these things feel open enough that I could get into them and and just turn them into a webcam. Or something, or my own security cam. Throw some software on it. Pair them with a Raspberry Pi, something like that, right? Um, but but that's not everything. That's definitely not everything, you know. Um, so that that is a concern. Yeah, I just thought it was I thought it was super interesting. And then it, the the ad that I or the the article that I posted from CNET then has like you know fifty two different advertisements for other people's <laughs> IoT devices, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. 
like keep keep your eyes out. Obviously, don't buy Anthony on even if yeah, it's on yeah. pretty much fire. Do you sale. do you recommend as an avid uh, home of the future person? Um, do do you do you advocate for buying known brands as opposed to off brands with a lot of these devices? So I do, depending on the device. Mm-hmm. So I advocate for buying something that works cross-platform. So I won't, unless I got it free as part of something else, because I do have a couple, I will not purchase outright anything that doesn't work on Amazon, Google, and Apple. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will do that for any of the like any of the plug, the things that you would plug into the wall and then plug something into that. Um, now, those are usually lower cost, right? Those You're getting those for like 10 to 20 bucks. I do have yeah. one or two that I got like as part of another bundle that are like Amazon only. And those are like in the Christmas tree box with the Christmas lights. <laughs> and I only use it at Christmas, right? Right. Now, I will say I only buy Lutron light switches. But Lutron is a very well-known company that does not only home equipment, but they do like business, like big building business. Device is a little more expensive, but I've had a really good experiences with their light switches. And I don't know, do you have any light switches in your house that are like, it's, how do I put it? Um, you have multiple light switches in the room, but they control the same light. Uh, you know, like sometimes you'll have like one in the middle of the room and then one at the back door. So the, no matter the studio where has at, that. The the main, yeah. the not the not the ones that we're using now, but the main room lights um, are, are, are like that. But not, not in the house other than okay. like the hallway light upstairs. So we, we have a couple of those, right? Yeah, the hallway light ups. There's been a lot of the, uh, I found a lot of the light switch companies, especially the cheaper ones, don't work when there's multiple switches controlling the same light. Mm-hmm. When you want to put the smart switches in or you have to replace all of them with smart switches. Mm-hmm. Lutron actually has kind of a, what I would call a dummy switch. Mm-hmm. Um it looks like a switch. It looks like it looks like a switch. It comes with actually a wall plate, but you literally just stick it on the wall anywhere, um, and it it looks just like every other switch. But it actually has a small battery in it, hmm. small watch battery. So, a if you had a panel that you didn't want to mess with the wiring, you could just connect up the wires like it would be a normal like it would normally be behind the wall and then you Mm -hmm. stick one of these things on. Or if you wanted that, hey, I want to have a switch at the top of the steps, the bottom of the steps, the front door, the back door, you could do just one of their physical switches and then three of their dummy switches and works pretty well. And there's, I think, a a kind of a button, if I'm right, there's a button in the center that also you can use as a macro. So if you wanted it to do a bunch of different things, set that up so i love their equipment it's just a little more it's a little pricier than some yeah, of yeah i'm seeing that here uh we, we showed a little bit of on, on the amazon amazon page too so um yeah i'm not that deep into it i'm just lucky i have one wall plug in my living room that works and it's an amazon plug 
that happens to be where our our echo is so it works i should probably go over like and i've had and i've had um cheap switches or cheap cheap plug switches and um like the sylvania smart bulb and just all they always just seem to phase out after so long right and i just haven't stop done any bulbs hmm? i haven't done any bulbs it seems That's like a bad idea it really seems like a bad idea so like do i and i gotta send a software update to my light bulb you know um but also some of that may have also been my wi-fi situation since i realized how bad my wi-fi situation was at the house um with my metal walls uh so you know that that might be the, the whole crux of that too so now that i've updated that maybe it's good to go back and maybe uh rethink our automation situation there but anyways um yeah, so I yeah I'm kind of with that. I, I'm 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 with the idea of like you know good uh, Philip Hughes and and the monster seems to be decent lights, um, Lutron, and I just don't know what all the other brands are. So well that that's an opportunity, Shella, because I think we're gonna have a couple of weeks where we might not be able to do the show live. So we uh, are easily. So maybe it's maybe it's time to do an update with you uh, on, on on home automation. We can do we can do one of those, and I and I'll get a couple of the other ones. I think. Is it TP Link? They make mm. some good products. I was someone someone I know outfitted their entire house. Nice with their switches. Um, yeah, let me let's let's do that. And because I because we could also I'll, I'll I'll do a preview if I can next week if I get the, the basement set up. I'm actually setting up a conference room office um, in the main room. Um, in the fun room so because I, I, I want to test some stuff and i don't feel like going into the city all the time <laughs> uh especially these days right mm. so um are you guys ready by the way i think we need a watch along to happen here uh of course there was the super mario anime which i think came in came out well before the cartoons including the uh super mario super show here in america uh but it was um super mario's oh what is it the great mission the rescue princess peach uh is on both youtube and the internet archive and somebody has released a 4k remaster of it so <laughs> um I, it was released in uh, japan in 1986 and i watched a couple of minutes of it and it looks pretty wild so um is it is it english or dubbed or it subtitled? is it is subtitled from what i saw so um enjoy that get ready for the reading when we do that but uh it's uh it's pretty it, it looks pretty wild um so you know if you if you thought you thought they were pretty cracked when we they had them on in america um these, these were pretty old captain lou albano is uh super mario in the live action ones can't forget that I'm surprised. You know how Google has done like the auto captioning, mm -hmm. like they they can automatically caption your your video. I'm surprised no one's done the inverse where it will do text to speech to speak the subtitles. Uh, oh, kind of like uh, how Amazon Kindle does that with books. Yeah, like why can't why can't they do that where if it's dubbed, they could take out like the the speech track because it's in a foreign language. But then 
AI dub in the text to speech for the captions. I don't know. I don't know. Because the other weird, the other interesting thing is if if you ever watched a Netflix series that was obviously originally in another language, but was has a dubbed English audio voice track, but is also closed captioned. Like the captions don't match. Oh, that's across the board. Um, I so I uh, whenever I'm watching on a plane, I, I I put the captions on just because it's mm-hmm. so loud in there. I don't want to like crank up the volume too too high. Um, and you know British accents I have a problem with sometimes. So I'm watching Lucifer, and uh, and I'm noticing like half the dialogue doesn't match. Like like it's like the sentences have a couple more words, fleshing it out. Like, I wonder, did they like take? Like was the script like or the something. Script? Yeah, that's what that's what I feel like. Like they took the original script, didn't add any extra ad libs that might have happened, and and that was it too. So you know, I yeah, I've, I've definitely like I noticed that series was really bad with that. So, but anyways, like is Katie still with us too? She's with us. Okay. Hi. She's I'm never sure. Some bumps. She, <laughs> you're still in the car. Still in the I car. I am. Yeah, and Mama Dutters has been driving me around for what feels like days now <laughs> as I do podcasts and other video calls. This is this is this is the ultimate road warrior call right here. So, have you noticed that with any captions or anything as you've been watching stuff? I don't know. Do you use captions for a lot of stuff? Uh, just like Chilla said with the the Netflix ones that have um, include them, but I don't normally include the uh, captions mm-hmm. if it's in English. Mm. Well, anyways, uh, as I'm literally looking over and watching your captions over on the uh, Facebook page, it's wild that we can do that now. That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, that's everything I got in here. And, uh, and uh, of the awesome things of the week, I do believe. Yes. Um, Katie, thank you for remotely joining us. And say hi to Mother du- M- Mama Dutters for us. Please said hello. She's over me. she loves me she gets to spend time with me oh there you go uh of course kate utters on the twitter um there is currently a a campaign for katie to be a pittsburgh baddie at the aew show tomorrow night yep let you know how that goes still haven't heard anything none of us have so you have like like 400 retweets or something don't you like it's pretty getting pretty crazy yeah, and uh, everybody else who was mentioned, we're all kind of like texting each other, messaging each other, like, "Have you heard anything?" So no one is. Oh, really? <laughs> so you and I have like a a a, a potential baddie uh, 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 circle, friend circle now, huh? Yep, I have a baddie friend circle because I have baddie friends. There you go. Well, you, you start <laughs> your own Dutter baddies uh, after this. So, and uh, John Chilla at Chilla on the tweets. John chill on the Facebooks. And of course, at Sorgatron for anything I got going on. Apparently, uh, everybody else is down with the idea of pro wrestling in dead balls. So um, at least at least 500 people like that idea, according to this. So uh, that's been a lot of great conversation. And, and, and I'm hearing from a lot of promotions 
that are doing stuff in dead malls and how great that is. So, um, so I, I just, I don't know, just, I love, I love pro wrestling in weird places. So, and I've gotten to see it in a few weird places a couple of times. So thank you everybody. Please, of course, subscribe. If you don't already share the show, let the people know about the awesome cast, a little bit of tech talk from a Pittsburgh state of mine. And we do appreciate everybody that does tune into the show, especially those that stay this late in the show to hear this part of it. Cause I know how, attention spans can be i mean the number of podcasts i haven't finished i know is pretty big uh so <laughs> thank you everybody we'll see you again we'll see blah, 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 blah. roll that back we'll see you guys next time you've been our awesome audience have an awesome week this show is a member of the sorgatron media podcast network find out more at sorgatronmedia.com <laughs>